Hey, it's Jess Massa. Thanks for listening to this episode of WTF Health. All this talk about the future of health is brought to you in part by our sponsors, Transparent, OneDrop, Wheel, Pfizer, Vita Health, Utopia, 120 over 80 marketing and Bayer G4A. And don't forget, if you want to check out the video version of this interview, head on over to my YouTube channel. That's at youtube.com slash WTF health. Hey, everybody, it's Jessica DeMassa with WTF Health. What's the future of health? I am talking to the who's who of health tech and healthcare innovation. And today we are talking about med device innovation, specifically around ultrasound. And we are going to be meeting one of the team members here responsible for Butterfly Network. And Butterfly has a handheld ultrasound you can plug in your smartphone. And this lets clinicians do ultrasounds, whole body scans with like a pocket sized device. So please meet their chief medical officer, Dr. John Martin. John, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm going to enjoy this, I'm sure. I hope so. It should be relatively painless, just like this ultrasound, right? <laughs> Absolutely painless. Then, then yes, we're, we're just scanning. Uh, we're just scanning. So, okay. So Butterfly Company just went public last year via a SPAC merger with Longview Acquisition Corp. It was backed by Glenview Capital Management, private equity money. And you guys have been doing pretty well. I mean, we, all the digital health stocks have taken a hit. We'll talk about that a little later. But I mean, for the most part, you guys have been doing really well. You guys beat on revenue here at the, at the top of 2022, which is exciting. I want to hear a a little bit though, I want to start this conversation off at the vision of Butterfly Network because it's really interesting to me that you guys are out to make the ultrasound as ubiquitous as the stethoscope in medicine. And I think that's really cool, but you know, I have to wonder, do you guys, you have to be met with a lot of resistance around that where people are thinking, is this overkill? Are we over-medicalizing like our society? So talk to me about the thinking behind the mission and why we need to, as healthcare practitioners or those of us who are in the industry, need to shift our thinking to look at the ultrasound as a device that should be used routinely in healthcare. Yeah, I love this question because it gets to the very core of what this company is all about, and it's an incredibly mission-driven organization. But if you think about the way uh, healthcare has been practiced for hundreds of years, and almost everyone's been to a doctor in some setting or been with a family member, and what happens is there's a history, then a physical, and then there's a pause. And in that pause, you decide, do I already know what's wrong with you, or do I need more information? And it's interesting, when you look at when there's a diagnostic dilemma, about eight, up to 80% of the time, it's simple imaging that answers that question. The problem is that pause. So now we order a test, and as a patient or a family member, you wait. You wait for to go to get the x-ray, you wait to get a CT scan, you wait for the results, or you're sent from the doctor's office. That creates anxiety. There's indecision that's involved there. Doctors have to make a decision, do I have enough to start treatment now, or do I have to wait? When you actually add butterfly to the mix, the game changes. It's history, physical, image, pause. And now you've got such powerful information at your fingertips for almost every disease state and almost every stage of life. You make much better decisions, much more efficiently, faster, less costly. It transforms the way we practice medicine. Now you say we're going to be as ubiquitous as a stethoscope. Of course, because if you think about it, you pull out a stethoscope, so it's been around for a couple hundred years, and you listen. And then you have to say, okay, what am I listening to? That's a little bit like, and I, I, a little bit tongue-in-cheek, I say, you're going to listen and guess. I'd rather look and know. And when you actually put an ultrasound and look at the heart, I don't have to guess what kind of murmur it is. I see it. 
And so your eyes then become that incredibly powerful tool that now gets added to the initial assessment and you make better decisions. So absolutely, do I think it will be as ubiquitous as the stethoscope? Yes. Okay. All right. Let us know how it works because I want to hear about the tech that's driving the actual device, the actual like handheld probe thing. Also, there's like a platform that exists around that, this that makes it possible to do like a variety of different kinds of scans, like literally whole body, like abdomen, heart, deep vein, like all sorts of stuff. So explain to me some of the technology behind this and how it works. Now, this is where it gets really cool. Okay, good. <laughs> you think about this, all other use the same technology. They use piezoelectric crystals, rocks, if you will. I like to think that we went from the stone age to the digital age with mm -hmm. butterfly, because each one of those have to be configured in the right size and shape to create an ultrasound beam. And you use a different beam to scan for a baby than you do for the heart, than you do for a blood vessel. What butterfly did, the genius here is we put it on a silicon chip. And so now there, instead of 128 imaging elements, there's 9,000 that are all individually electronically steered. So we can recreate that linear phase and curved array probe across the broad span of frequencies. And then just with the swipe of a finger on a smartphone, I'll set it to what I'm scanning for and the device does the rest. So instead of pushing around the cart or carrying multiple uh, devices with me, I've got one that fits in my pocket, that plugs into my smartphone. And the other thing that's so powerful, anytime something's been put on a chip, it's transformed the industry. You can think of any of them, the camera that's sitting there in front of you, the computers that we have. Now, all of a sudden, not only does it become ridiculously versatile, it's affordable. So now at a fraction of the cost, it's down to the point where a device was a system-domed asset that was of limited availability. Now it becomes personal and it's mine and I can carry it around with me. And just think how that changes the way you practice medicine. It's not just a device housed in a hospital or an imaging center. It goes everywhere onto the ambulance, or even up in space. That's very cool. I wanna get into some of those use cases in a second, but before we get there, I wanna I want to zoom in on what you said about affordability. So talk to me about that. Like how much does this cost and how does this fit into like the, the array of ultrasound that is out there, whether it be other handheld devices by other manufacturers like Philips or GE, or if it's like uh, compared to a traditional machine that a hospital or a health system might have there. I mean, where does this fit in in terms of cost? It is, and, and I, people say, is this really that cheap? I, I always start with, no, it's that inexpensive because <laughs> the sophistication of the technology, uh, it really is remarkable. And I think it was Da Vinci that said, you know, the ultimate form of, of sophistication is simplicity. And we make this device for $23.95. That's, that's what we sell it for. That is fraction of the cost when you put together all the other devices that would be necessary to scan the entire body and many fractions of the cost of the $100,000 or $200,000 high-end machines. And so Butterfly itself becomes affordable. It becomes a personal device. But the other half of this, and you brought this up because it's critically important, it's not just about capturing the image. You have to have a user interface that's really easy to use. The only medical device to win an Apple Design Award, and part of it is because of its simplicity. If you look at the standard cart base, and everybody who's had a baby sub, see that thing rolling in that looks like the cockpit of an airplane. With Butterfly, if you know how to use the smartphone, you know how to use Butterfly. And that's a big part of this because you don't want to spend your time learning all those buttons and dials. Let's let the device do that. I want to spend my time capturing an image and then interpreting. So that user interface is the next phase. The third thing is working it in the workflow. If I'm going to change the way I practice medicine, if I'm going to do it every time like a stethoscope, how do I get that information into the system efficiently so I'm not having the drudgery of something else that's got to go into the electronic medical record that tortures physicians everywhere? So we've added that piece to the puzzle. So it's the efficiency of the hardware, the user interface, and the software integration. 
add on top of that artificial intelligence tools that are remarkable, a learning management systems that help educate people and take them on that path to competency and a great pace. It's a remarkable solution to how do I get more information in the hands of physicians at the moment and nurses and everyone at the moment they assess a patient. You know, I want to double click on this whole this whole piece about setting a device with just the touch of a button on a smartphone. And then what you said about like, you know, not having to like calibrate different things so that you can get the right scan that you need, just leaving the device to be able to do it for you. Can you say a little bit more about that? Because I would imagine that this is a conversation that you have to have over and over again, especially in a hospital system or with um, healthcare provider organizations who are concerned about the risk of democratizing this ultrasound technology, giving it to nurses or giving it to, you know, practitioners who are not, you know, certified or specialized in radiology, you know, who might have a little bit of, of uh, a nervousness about, you know, taking on that risk of empowering these other clinicians with that device. Say a little bit more about how not risky it is. Well, I, I think anything that you bring into the healthcare system, you have to bring in with respect. And, and we always talk about the responsible deployment of this device, because if you have no idea what you're doing, you have no idea what you're doing. And, and I think what we try to do is build as much intelligence into the system, but training and education and knowledge around it are important. Part of what we've done is built a system where you can keep track of who's using the device, what are they using it for, and be able to build credentialing, if you will, qualifications into the system. And part of our software helps organizations actually track that within their system. It's really important that you combine both. The goal here, you know, ultimately is to drive as much expertise into the device, not to make it so that everybody's running around, but you don't want there only to be a few experts in the world that know how to do this. If you have this tremendous software in there and build artificial intelligence tools that guide you to get the right image, that assist you in actually interpreting that image, that's the best of all worlds. So we want competence. We want to be able to measure that. We want to be able to track that, but we also want to make it easier and faster. I don't want to spend four years learning how to be a great ultrasonographer because the value in it is almost the second I pick it up. So the quicker I make you competent and safe and the system feel that way, the quicker I transform healthcare. All right, let's talk through some of the use cases for Butterfly because like these were like staggering to me just in reading like the few things that were sent over in advance because of the just the breadth of, of ways this is being deployed. So like everything from, you know, on like ambulances with like emergency medical services teams in England to like being integrated at the point of care and primary care practices in Israel, like all the way to like the work that you're doing with like the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation in Sub-Saharan Africa in terms of like doing ultrasounds on pregnant women. So talk to me about some of these use cases and specifically what I'd love to learn is you know, what's some of the, if you were to bubble up some of the trends in terms of, of how these different healthcare organizations are looking at integrating Butterfly in and maybe some of the opportunities and challenges that you've experienced as you're trying to work into those dis different healthcare workflows. What have you been learning? Like, give us a sense of like, what's going on? Well, the first thing I would say, as far as the use cases, it's a little bit like, think of a good analogy. All right, think of you're going into the biggest, most diverse buffet in the world and you're hungry and you like everything that's there. Where do you start? And that's really what Butterfly is all about. We, we actually can help with everything, whether it's primary care, orthopedics, cardiovascular, you know, you pick it. And every venue in the hospital, in the clinic, in the ambulance, and ultimately in the home. And so you see, we have all that opportunity in front of us. What we focus on from the beginning is where can we get the biggest impact faster? And, and so we'll call out one very specifically that, that's topical to everybody, COVID. COVID hit and oh my goodness, 
My whole world's trying to figure out how do we manage this situation? And what was the primary manifestation of COVID? It was lung involvement. Mm -hmm. What we've known for a long time, candidly, that lung ultrasound is actually even better than chest x-ray. And if you think about it, when you get a chest x-ray, they roll that big old machine into this room, and now you got to clean the whole thing, and everybody's exposed. Instead, you pull out a butterfly, you scan the lungs, wipe it down, and you, you now have a much better environment. And that tool could also look at the heart because we know there were cardiac things. We also know that there were issues with clotting. Same device, same mm -hmm. person can do all of it. And so the use cases you see, where is the best use? And in COVID, we really brought out the fact that lung ultrasounds better than chest x-ray. And it was really important for two reasons. It got the world to wake up and went, oh, you know what? We're right. We got a lot of data that shows this is really good but it's not going to pass with COVID because some of the same findings that you see with COVID on lung ultrasound are present with congestive heart failure. Biggest problem we have across the world. And you can image with this and it can guide therapy for congestive heart failure. And there's great data that shows if you use that, you can reduce readmissions, you can reduce ED visits and improve the quality of life of the patient. So with COVID, it identified lung ultrasound as a great one. But I could go on. We could talk for three days on all the different use cases. I want to hear. I want to hear a little bit more about the Bill and Melinda Gates. I knew you wanted to go there well, because I am. Oh, and because cool. you know what else? The other one that I really love, and this was just. I we don't have to talk more about it, other than to just acknowledge that it's happening. But the partnership with Petco, two hundred different like animal care clinics working with butterfly to scan animals. Like, I love that. That is like that. If, if nothing proves the absolute, like full range of, of options for a device like this. I mean, that, that to me was like the standout example of like, wow, you can even, you can even ultrasound dogs. That's well, great. <laughs> we'll start with the Gates foundation because obviously people know all across the globe, two thirds of the world has no access to medical imaging. Yeah. That needs to change. I mean, it creates tremendous health inequity around the globe and maybe one of the most glaring areas in maternal fetal health. Every 90 seconds, you see a mother dies around this world as complications of childbirth in ways that which could be easily pre pre prevented. If we actually had an ultrasound image that just said, how many babies are there? How far along are you? And if you thought about the issue that's there, number one, was there an affordable device that we could get in there? Before Butterfly, no. Second thing was we needed actually a reliable way to display it, the smartphones. Well, they got those. That's great. But you have to have also that expertise of who's going to have the ability to scan because you don't have thousands of practitioners uh, in, let's use sub-Saharan Africa as an example, who actually know how to do this. So that's where artificial intelligence comes in. We made it practical. We made it affordable. Now, how do we make it useful to people that aren't trained? So we developed with the University of North Carolina, Jeff Stringer was the key lead, an artificial intelligence tool that we call the blind sweep. We like to internally call it the lawnmower scan. So essentially, a complete novice goes back and forth across the admin, left, right, left, right, up, down, up, down, and then it just pulls the information. And then through, through a machine learning algorithm, spits out gestational age. You know absolutely nothing about it. You're not an expert. You're a complete novice. And I can match the accuracy of the world's best expert measuring it, doing all the calipers and things with this algorithm. It changes the game. And it does two things. Obviously, it's now going to show gestational age, which helps guide care, and it's incredibly impactful. And we're about to deploy a 1,000 devices in sub-Saharan Africa and train nurse practitioners. And this will transform maternal mortality. There's no doubt in my mind that will be the case. But more importantly, it shows what's possible. Holy smokes, can we really devise, devise that kind of expertise into the system and then make it so everybody can learn quickly with this? Man. Now we've got experts everywhere, and that expert is in your hand. I don't actually have to pick up a phone. So it's a huge step forward, and it's, gonna, it's a big deal about what the mission of Butterfly is all about. And, and I think we're going to see remarkable things going forward from that. 
Now, I understand you have some clinical work that you're doing in that space, like clinical study type work. And so like, maybe say a little bit more about that. And also, I'd love to hear about some of the clinical studies that you guys have in terms of looking at butterfly being used in the home. You teased about some of the exciting stuff you have going on in the home uh, a little bit earlier in this chat. But I'd love to hear a little bit more about that and some of the work that's being done to clinically validate some of this. Yeah, and I, and I think, and I want to finish, and, and you know, you can tell I get so excited about this because it's really interesting stuff. I neglected to mention the pets, which are surrounding me on the floor right now as we speak. <laughs> What's interesting and unique about the pets, though, is different than humans. They, they can't tell you anything. Right. They, they can come in and say, you know, it hurts here. We guess. This is what's wrong with me. The owners can kind of guess, but they're very much like babies in that the sense that they can't tell you what's wrong. Imaging becomes so powerful, and now that you make it affordable and usable, it becomes a primary tool to assess what's going on, and it will transform the way animal care is being delivered, and Petco was very fast to the game to realize that. So that's exciting news. As we take this into the home, all of healthcare is shifting to the left. It doesn't matter what technology you look at across the board. We all get it. Hospitals are expensive, and candidly, after being both working in one and being in one, not a fun place to be. And I'd rather get better at home and be managed at home if I can. And so what we want to do is show, can you take the power of imaging and bring it into the home as well? What an incredible transformation that would be. And we're beginning clinical studies with doing that. One of the most important use cases is congestive heart failure. First of all, we had to prove, can patients actually scan themselves? Now, this is research study, not FDA approved yet. We're going down that pathway. But we did a study at UCLA. 48 patients watched a five-minute video on butterfly and then scanned their own lungs. How good could they do? 85% of them got good enough images that were clinically useful. Mm -hmm. And so we're developing the right kind of tools and guidance and artificial intelligence tools to drive that care in the home and use congestive heart failure as an example. And instead of, for instance, stepping on that nasty scale every day and looking down at that number that depresses all of us, take a butterfly and look at that and we'll be able to count an artifact in there and use that to share with our physicians and guide therapy. The data is very compelling already that if that's done by an expert today, it reduces ED visits and hospitalizations. We believe we can transfer that to the patient. That's a different world. And that's just one of many applications where we're going into the home. Ooh, I love that. I love anything that helps enable virtual care. And so this is one of those things is that's what we're, we're one of the bigger criticisms is a virtual care more broadly is it's like, well, you still physically need to go to, to a facility to get certain things done. And so this, this eliminates the need to go to get a scan. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah, I always say, you know, uh, listen, I, I love virtual care. But telemedicine without this kind of stuff is a teleconversation. And we, we really don't want to have a teleconversation. The power of more information to make clinical decisions and stay in the home. Now you've really got what we're all chasing after. And Butterfly not only makes that possible, but it makes it practical. No, it's very cool. All right, I've got to pivot here and talk to you about the business. So like I said at the beginning, you guys went public last year in February uh, 2021 via SPAC. I'd love to hear a little bit about like how you guys are actually operationalizing because I mean, back then valued at 1.5 billion, things have changed, the market's been hit, fine, 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 whatever. I want to know, John, how do you guys make your money? Is it just selling the medical devices or like what's going on around that so that we can, we can understand how you guys are generating revenue? So it, it's butterfly special in that not only did it kind of introduce the idea of e-commerce way to, to buy devices, which is an exciting kind of transformation. That was the first thing. So we obviously make money selling hardware, but priced at $23.95, I'm sure everybody's out there going, well, that's not a 7X on what it costs you to make it. That was a decision made by the company and by its founder, Jonathan Rothberg. I want everybody to have the ability to have one of these. And if I price it way up here, that's not going to be the case. And so that was an important decision. But on top of that, because it's digital and because of the way in which we've done software playing such a critical role, we also have a subscription model, which is also somewhat novel. 
The challenge for Butterfly, which I believe we're delivering, is that make that subscription worth something. So for instance, if you have a Butterfly device and a subscription and we develop a new application, it comes to you automatically, boom. You don't have to go buy a new device, you get it. And a great example, for instance, is an application we developed that with bladder scanning. So one of the most important things is how much urine's in the bladder. And there are bladder scanners in the hospital that cost $10,000, $15,000. Well, now you got Butterfly. We developed an application where you just plop the probe down right in the right spot, the probe finds the bladder, highlights it, scans it, and spits out a number in three seconds. Now, if you had a subscription, you got that automatically, and that's demonstrating the value. So we do new applications, improvements in image quality, and alterations are made in the software, learning management systems, all to drive value. So the company makes money by hardware and software and soon-to-be services as we help teams implement these at the thousands level. Give us a sense of where you guys fit in, in terms of like the competitive landscape uh, of the other devices that you guys are competing with, whether it be those other handheld devices that are coming out of like the big device manufacturers like Philips and GE, or if it's just even like comparatively to what is already in a hospital that they've spent, you know, however many thousands of dollars on that they've got to get their money's worth out of. Like, give us a sense of who you guys feel like you're competing with at this point and what you really feel like your differentiator is. Well, I think the, the single most important one is the world's first and only single probe whole body imaging system. And so I, I could take, if the we don't have a competitor because we're the only one that sits in that bucket. Now, are there other handheld devices? Yes, there are. Are they as versatile as Butterfly? No. Do they have the same kind of features that we have? No. Do they do all the things that we do? No. And so in that regard, and do they have integration in the software into the systems like we do? No. So if you look at that at that level, you know, we're, we're up there leading the pack in what we're doing. And part of it is because we really understand what problem we're trying to solve and how you make that easy and seamless into the system. Now, it's business. People will chase us. They'll follow what we're doing. They'll try to make their products less expensive and more affordable. We keep iterating and going forward. And I think that's the right place for us to be. And I'm very confident of the future in front of Butterfly. All right. Speaking of that, can you give, give us a sense of where you guys are headed next? Or, I mean, even if you want to talk a little bit about like long-term growth, like, I mean, I know you guys operate in this like four pillars, four markets kind of mindset. And it's like the hospitals and health systems internationally, the home. And then it was like the adjacent stuff where like the Petco stuff falls in. But I mean, talk to me a little bit about like where you guys are, like, I mean, you've got to pick a fishing ground, right? And so it's like, is there one of those pillars more than the other that you're leaning on? Or like, I mean, we've talked about so many different use cases for it and so many different ways that that device and the technology around it can be deployed. What does long-term growth strategy look like for Butterfly? Well, I think, I think the most important thing to understand is obviously we have a lot of places to fish, um, if you will, and, and we're watching the adoption in all these environments. I think the biggest, most important step is really scale. You know, we have people buying... 10, 20, 50, 100. Now with University of Rochester, MUSC, now you're talking about thousands. And so the future growth is where people are now moving toward, no, everybody's going to get one of these. We're going to train everybody. It's going to be integrated throughout our entire system. That's really the growth model. And then you start to see this. And it's really important to understand. There are now medical schools all across the country that are teaching ultrasound. And many now, when you come into medical school, here's your butterfly. You're going to learn how to do ultrasound from the beginning. Residency programs in almost every specialty now, core competency is how do you image at the bedside? And if you think about it, who's really equipped to make it easy, affordable, versatile? That's Butterfly. So if you're one of those people that thinks, well, this really isn't going to go anywhere, this is not gonna, you're missing the boat. The world is heading this direction. The question is, and the big thing for Butterfly is how fast 
can we make healthcare change? And you've been covering healthcare for quite some time. You know that's not an easy chore. And when people look at us as how fast are you growing, we're going really fast for a new technology that radically transforms the way care is being delivered, but it's still hard. We're still coming right off a pandemic. We know the financial stresses that are in hospitals today and completely changing the way you practice medicine is not something that's done overnight. No, it's not. Leave us with some some last like encouraging words here then. I mean, for, for those of us who are in this health innovation space, who you know watch my show who are like yeah you know we understand innovation in this space is hard but we need to 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 rebuild our paradigm in terms of how we you know treat different aspects of healthcare and this is one of them ultrasound stethoscope yes this is what every doctor should be armed with like give us some last words here i mean in terms of encouragement as far as like what we could do perhaps to help kind of you know maybe urge that paradigm shift along well, you know, I think that, that it, this is always a question that at first used to, when I'm asked something like this, I'd get tripped up. I'm not anymore because it's easy. Because at the beginning, when we were first doing this and first release, I got the questions, why should I do this? I, I don't get those questions anymore. Not at all, actually, almost never. The questions I get today is, how can I do this? Help me do this. How do I change faster? Help me be more competent quicker. Help me integrate this into my health system. And once it goes from why to how, the world's changed. So if you're standing on the outside watching this um, and you're a physician, already, if you're not learning, you're behind. <laughs> if you're watching out there from an industry perspective, and there are lots of people where this becomes really complimentary, time to get in the game because Butterfly's here. It's transforming healthcare. And, it, and it's not a, if it's going to be in your doctor's pocket the next time you go see him. It's only a win. I love it. All right, Dr. John Martin, Chief Medical Officer at Butterfly Network, thank you so much for stopping by, introducing us to the technology and talking to us about how it's really, you know, starting to grow some tentacles and make a big difference here in healthcare. I love hearing these stories. Thank you very much. This has been great. Thank you. It's a pleasure to speak with you. For more interviews with the who's who of health tech as they are changing the way that we do healthcare, head on over to my YouTube channel. That is youtube.com slash WTF Health. I'm Jessica DeMassa. We'll talk to you guys real soon. Take care. Hey, it's Jess. If you're looking for more news on what's going on in health tech, I've got another show airing on this channel called Health Tech Deals. In this one, famous healthcare curmudgeon Matthew Holt joins me twice a week to weigh in on the biggest funding deals, M&A activity, and exits in health tech. Just look for episodes labeled Health Tech Deals.